0: This is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. All right, hello and welcome, everyone. I'm sitting down, well, sitting down across uh, across many miles with Trevor Cully of the History of Persia podcast, and I figured Trevor would be a great resource for us to get to know several topics that have had a big influence on Christianity as it develops. Um, In this first chat, we're going to take a look at the history of Zoroastrianism, just to see how that religion developed, where that came from. We've been looking at the history of Christianity, we've been looking at Judaism, um, and we've been looking at, you know, kind of the Western side, the Rome side of things. There's definitely things coming from East as well. Uh, Especially, I think Zoroastrianism is a major influence, and Trevor can also let us know, you know, if there's anything else that he sees in terms of Persian culture. But I did just bring that topic on him as I'm saying these words. So, um, Trevor, welcome!
1: Hello! Yes, uh, I will tell you as much about Zoroastrianism and uh, Persian and Iranian influence on Judaism and Christianity as I can. Uh, and you're really not springing that on me. There is a a lot of broadly Persian influence to be had in mm-hmm. addition to explicitly religious stuff.
0: Yeah, it it seems like the uh, the culture and the religion, as is, I would say, fairly typical, um, have a lot of cross pollination. Right, it's not just one versus the other.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So I guess. The first question you have when you have a religion named after someone is, uh, who was Zoroaster?
1: Right, so Zoroaster, or to use the name that he would have called himself, Zarathustra Spetama, uh, literally meaning Zarathustra the White, was a religious figure of some sort who lived around 1200 BC uh, in the southern part of Central Asia. You'll mm. hear 600 BC sometimes, and we'll probably talk about that in a different episode, but he was some kind of religious leader who had a revelation from a spirit or god that he called Vohumana, which means good thought, informing mm. him that the one true creator god of the universe was... a Ahura Mazda, the wise lord, and through a series of these revelations Zarathustra was taught the tenets of the one true religion and went on to try and spread that for decades of his life with very little success until he got one king to sign on with him and give him protection from all of the people around him, because he went around saying, oh, you know, most of the gods that all of the other peoples in our area worship, well, those are actually corrupted evil spirits who we should not follow. Mm. And that uh, understandably upset some people.
0: Yeah, and like, I, just as I'm listening, I'm hearing things that you see in sort of the beginning, um, you know, generation of a number of religions, you know, the the sort of, the lone, uh, would it be appropriate to call him a prophet, or not really?
1: Yeah, uh, that's certainly the word that people use. Uh, It's not, there's not really an equivalent term in Mm -hmm. Avestan, the Zoroastrian religious language, uh, but he gets the same sort of titles as Muhammad when talking about him in uh, modern Persian, so... I think mm-hmm. that fits.
0: Mm-hmm. It certainly seems to be eventually getting, you know, at least traditionally some of that uh, state acceptance that probably makes us so that we know some about him. Um, I I thought it was interesting that you mentioned the the earlier time frame as more likely. Um, you know, certainly we can we can get into that more, you know, in the future. This is just sort of giving us a general foundation, but uh, I mean. Is that a normal thing for Persian history for us to have a date that seems reasonably accurate, or at least as accurate as it can be, that far back? Um, Twelve hundred is a very long time ago.
1: Well, yes and no. He wasn't Persian. He was part of you know what we just kind of call the Avestan mm. community because that's the name of the language they spoke mm. uh, in. Central Asia, so pretty far north of what eventually became Persia.
0: Right, okay, yes, matching up that geography.
1: And we really only know that because of how old the language he composed his hymns and prayers in Mm -hmm. seems to be, compared to, like, Old Persian, the language of Iran in, like, the classical period. Mm -hmm. The 600 date comes a little bit from conflating the king that patronized him with a later king of the same name or at least a later noble mm. and this kind of millenarian belief that emerged in Zoroastrianism in late antiquity that led to some compression and deletion of parts of the timeline in Zoroastrian religious writing.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I, I will say I love a little bit of millenarianism and, you know, just seeking that uh, suitable season for the uh, end of the world and all of that. So That is some exciting stuff. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Trevor, I want to thank you for a little bit of an introduction there on the basics of Zoroastrianism. There's no need to call it uh, Zarathustrianism, is there?
1: No, uh, and if you were to call it by any kind of internal name at all, it would be Mazda Yazda, which means Mazda Worship.
0: Okay, yeah. And one little side question that I may edit out, we'll see. Um, But... uh, I definitely heard the term mana in there, and I'm sorry, my uh, my Magic the Gathering ears perked up. So is there any connection there? I mean, obviously it's, you know, just a fantasy realm milieu, but is it spelled the same way? Is it the same sort of general concept in any way?
1: Uh, no, I should clarify Mazda with a Z, um, ah. which is the inspiration for the car manufacturer.
0: Okay, yes. So there you go. <laughs> from 12,000 BC to our uh, vehicles today. Uh, I think the first car I drove was a Mazda. So, Alright, there's a connection. And uh, we'll go ahead and call out a wrap for today. Uh, Trevor, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.